1: Hello and welcome back to another incredible episode of Life of a Boss, the podcast. I am your host, Jason Harden, and I am very, very grateful to be here. Um, earlier this week, we had the pleasure of airing our interview with Mr. Stephen Sneed, a uh, great business partner, a uh, great entrepreneur, great guy all around, you know, community man, mentor, um, producer, filmmaker, and... and just a good guy to know and to having your rolodex and we were able to uh get him and sit him down for an interview to tell us basically the uh the ins and outs of transitioning from a regular nine to five work life to this entrepreneurial lifestyle you know and uh we know that it's not an easy transition for everybody you know and it's I don't think it's an easy transition for anybody, really, because to get to that level to where what you're doing um, for yourself or what you're doing um, in regards to a personal business, to get to the part where that outweighs or at least competes or compares with what you're making in the professional world um, is just challenging. You know, to get there is not easy. You're going to have to... um, really focus and, and really work hard because to even get that there while you're working uh, it's going to be like working two jobs so um, so but good thing we have someone who's done it in our face <laughs> to come in and speak on that the leap of faith that he took from working that 9 to 5 to being a full time entrepreneur now of course he, a part of his hustle and his entrepreneurship he has a uh, he still has a, a part time gig with the um, with the Boys and Girls Club, but even that is so aligned with what he does personally and, and how he does it. With you know, which means the freedom he has, the 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 network he can uh, uh, tap into, the way he can tap into those networks, and and just uh, he has so much freedom with the job. The one part time job he has left it's like it's like it's part of his entrepreneurship. Uh, Uh, Life So so, um, that being said, uh, catch that interview. It's a pretty lengthy interview. It's over 30 minutes, I believe. But catch that interview, and you'll really get a good idea of the mindset and the work ethic it takes to really make that transition. If you've been thinking about that transition, whether or not you've never had your own business, whether you have your own business and you're t- deciding whether to uh, dive into it full time or not, um, watch or listen to that episode and really take some notes because Steve didn't just do it, he did it pretty well, you know. Um, in this episode, I want to give you my, my top takeaways, I think I have maybe seven here, uh my top takeaways from that interview because like i said i love for the interviews to be all about the guests and the value they bring to the audience and 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 the best of what they know you know and so i like the guests to talk but um i do these takeaway episodes just so i can reflect on everything they said and really can dive into some of the concepts they brought up without wasting their time or 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 shortening uh uh, their responses to my audience. So um, that being said, let me give you the first takeaway that I got from my interview with Steven Sneed, and that is um, at work, entrepreneurship was all he could think about. I asked him, you know, what was that deciding factor? What kind of made you, you know, uh, transition? Well, where did it start? And and that's pretty much where it started. Um, he would say at work, he couldn't think of anything uh, other than what he wanted to do for his business. You know, whether that be creating designs, whether that be uh, shipping off products, whether that be meeting uh, 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 new folks or, or creating uh, new events and, and, and things. And it just competed with his attention and his focus at work. And I think that was the, the tipping point of that transition. So for those of you who find yourself uh, not able to think of Anything but what you could be doing for yourself. And I don't mean uh, I could be golfing right now. I could be watching Netflix. Not that type of shit. I'm talking about, man, I could be investing my time into my business. I could be over there uh, rounding up clients. I could be selling products right now. If you're thinking about anything like that, um, you might want to explore uh, that transition. You, know, you might want to explore how you can position yourself to make that transition. What will it take for you to leave your job? How much would you have to make outside of work? How much would you have to, I mean, what could you cut and minimize from your life to keep costs down so you can make that transition a little more uh, easier? Um, but, yeah, start thinking about that transition if you can't find yourself uh, thinking of anything other than working for yourself and, and, and starting your own business or, or, or building your own business. So that was the first thing that stood out is uh, he couldn't think of anything else at work. And I know the feeling well, because I remember when I'd be at security, uh, I used to do security guarding or security guarding. That don't even make a sense. Uh, uh, I used to be a security guard um, and I used to kind of I hated the job because it was so mundane. It was whatever. But I used to love it because it gave me the freedom to think. I was almost just a body. <laughs> For most of those security positions. So uh, they didn't care about my mind. You know, I didn't have to focus on work. I didn't have to uh, um, uh, perform any any problem solving. I just pretty much had to stand or sit somewhere, you know, and the benefits of just having to stand and sit somewhere is that your brain can go free. So in my mind, I would be building my business. I would be uh, creating plans and making lists and and, and and going over what I need and and seeing how much for my check I can invest in products and and in equipment and and that's all I would I would think about. I would make notes if I could, if I was at a place where I could write, I would have a tiny little notebook and a pen and, and just write lists and to do lists and, and things I want and things I need and 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 ideas and and, and I couldn't I couldn't focus on work. And I'm glad I didn't have to have a job that where I had to focus. I'm glad that I, I was able to Imagine and and, and visualize and fantasize about the life I really wanted to create for myself and eventually got to do it because uh, of jobs like that, because I spent time thinking and and conceptualizing and and, and planning um, while I was on the clock. So, uh, yeah, if you find yourself um, not being able to think of nothing else, man, think about that transition. Anyway, the next point is, um, you know, I guess it was it was a, an unfortunate incident is that um, being laid off was the turning point for Steve. You know, um, and I think that's a great thing. And, and it takes me back to the episode I did about uh, profiting from your problems or, or turning problems into income or, um, or turning problems into something positive, you know, uh, because, you know, within every tragedy, within every uh, uh, negative moment, There are some hell of a silver lining. You know, there's, there's some silver linings that are better than anything you could imagine going into this negative situation. Like you can literally come out of situations 10, 20, 30, 100 times better than going into them if you see the situation correctly and really capitalize off what you learned and what you've experienced. Alright, so so the one thing that that, that really stood out Is that Steve, when he got laid off um, Though that wasn't the last time he worked It was the first time He was forced to make something happen You know And I think that experience And being forced to make something happen Made something happen And you know, and and making something happen Gave him the confidence uh, Eventually To know that he could make it happen You know, so even after he went back to work he understood that if he had to he could survive without it he, he knew how to get money he knew how to how to uh, use his time to build uh, uh or to create products to go get money with and he knew how to tap into his uh uh, uh folks that he worked with and, and 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 you know just capitalize off everything that he does outside of work and i think that's great because like i said um the way he responded to losing his job. And, and even with that with that laid off uh, period, he created a documentary film. You know, where we created the film. And it was an amazing project, especially uh, to be p- produced in the time in which it was produced. You know, uh, literally, I think it was... Um,
0: Hey, it's Christina Nicholson here from the Become a Media Maven podcast. I'm a former TV reporter and anchor. And if you're a business owner, you're going to want to check out Become a Media Maven because I am not holding back when it comes to sharing my experience in the newsroom, what works, and what'll get you in the national spotlight. You don't need to hire a PR agency like mine. Just listen to the podcast where I share all of my secrets. And I talk to some pretty cool people too.
1: Like 10 months from conception to uh, watching it in the Lemony Theater on Colorado Boulevard. Like seriously, like from the idea of it to being able to watch it in a movie theater happened in less than a year. And that takes focus. You know, that takes focus. That takes teamwork. And that takes a lot of know-how that he didn't have to practice while he was at work you know he didn't have to tap into his network and tap into his skills and really uh uh, capitalize on all the things he knew how to do while at work but when 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 he was laid off he had to so it was a good experience and learning experience for him to to feel that and to know that he can do that for when the time came for him to want to make that transition it helped all right uh, the next thing I wanted to say is that Steve had to tap into his network. I said that before, but let me expand on that. Steve really had to tap into his network. And I don't think that we really understand how powerful our networks are. And, um, and I'm going to tell you, uh, remember like this, network sounds a lot like net worth. You feel me? Network sounds a lot like net worth. And I'm going to tell you, they damn near equal the same thing. Your network Equals your net worth. If you hang around five uh, uh, millionaires and successful business owners and entrepreneurs and, and heavy hitters, uh, you, you have a very strong network. Because your network is not just what you have. It's the accumulation of uh, an and average <laughs> of the, the the closest people you hang with. That's what they say. They say uh, your, net, your net worth is the average of the total net worth of you and your five closest friends. That's what they say. You know, so if you got five uh, six-figure earners in your network, you know, your close network, then then you pretty much, your net worth is damn near six figures. You know what I'm saying? Even if you ain't, even if you got a a minimum wage job, you know, really, literally your, your net worth It's still up there because everybody you have access to has it. Anybody you can tap into, anybody you need something from is right there with it. So literally that becomes your net worth. And I think that we underestimate our network and we underestimate their value and we don't really strive to build them as intentionally as we should. You know, we should work on creating and building uh, a great network. And I'm going to tell you how it worked for Steve because when Steve decided to take on his, his own journey of entrepreneurship, he was able to tap into everybody he still worked with, everybody who still liked him, parents, teachers, uh, uh, staff, uh, administrators. Um, he was able to tap into everybody who had value that was still in his network because they were still in his network. They still liked him. They still cared about him, still wanted to mess with him, still wanted to deal with him, still wanted to work with him. So when he had products, he offered it to him. When he had services, he offered it to him. When he had uh, 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 questions and comments and and he needed help, he went to his network. He asked people to be on his interview. He asked people for donations for the film. He asked people to buy a shirt. He asked people uh, um, um, what they wanted to do with their... With their uh, You know, with with their, um, I guess, projects and and with the music they were doing. You know, because he tapped into everything he knew how to do. You know, he had uh, music clients that that were able to turn their music brands or their on-stage brand into clothing brands. You know what I'm saying? So he was tapping into everything he was already doing and everybody he already knew to make his new venture successful. And that brings me to my next point is to allow people to help you. And I say it all the time because uh, I have a big problem with it. I don't ask for much. I, I, I really hate asking and 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 it's a negative feeling, you know? And, and I get negative results from not asking. And believe me, it, it doesn't come from a positive place. I don't ask because I, I I fear rejection sometimes. I don't like being told no. I can admit that. I hate being told no. So I don't ask even, sometimes even if I think the possibility Of someone telling me no was there you know so 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 I'm breaking out of that slowly but surely I'm 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 becoming more vulnerable I'm letting people know that I ain't got it all figured out and that I need help sometimes and 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 I think that is a much healthier way to progress because it gets things done It, it it definitely helps you move forward and it allows you to figure things out a lot quicker than you would alone. You know, so get help. Allow people to help you. Allow people to buy from you. Allow people to teach you. Allow people to guide you. Allow people to give to you. Allow people to refer you to someone else. Like I said, man, uh, and and don't just allow them. Invite them to. Invite people to, to spend with you. Invite people to help you. And invite people to, to, to give you advice or, or, or to show you the vote. Then invite people um, to assist you in some way to help you progress in some way because like i said man we can't do it by ourselves success is a team sport it's a lifestyle but it's also a team sport man it takes a lot of people it takes the world even your enemies man your enemies help make you better people that can't stand you help make you better help get you where you want to go why because now you know how to deal with people like that and there are plenty of people on this planet who don't like you there are plenty of people who won't understand you who won't support you who won't care for you who won't buy your stuff who will tell you no you have to know how to navigate through that just like you have to know how to navigate through people that want to work with you want to deal with you and you got to do both in a healthy manner you got to process both in a healthy way you know what uh that brings me to my next point. You know, like I said, if you don't, if you don't use your network, you lose your network. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when people give you their card and say, call me, you know what? Call them. You know what? Call them. And, and if you don't know what to call them for, you ask them. You know, if you have no idea, like, man, the city councilman just gave me his number and said, call him." you know? If you have no idea what, what to talk to them about, ask him. Like, man, so you got me on the phone, man. What could I be doing? Well, how can we help each other? What should I be doing? You know, I do this, 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 and that. What should I be doing? How, how can I get better? How can I get whatever it is that I want? And let people know what you want. You know, people that you're really tapping into, man, let them be honest. Be be candid. Be transparent. Let them know what you're really trying to accomplish. Don't have people on your team and you just just uh, basically... Uh, have that hidden agenda you know what I'm saying you have ulterior motives you want them uh, for something but, but you're not really letting them know why you want them around man tell people tell people man there's nothing you can do better to me than to tell me what the hell you want as soon as I meet you the first thing out your mouth better be what you want I will respect you forever if you come at me like that. But if you dance around, you ask me a bunch of silly questions and, and, you, and you're dancing around the bush and, you, and you're being vague and you're making me damn near beg you to tell me what the fuck you want, man, I'm not playing that game. And I'll make sure to play stupid and I'll make sure I don't give you what the hell you want because I don't play that game. But if you tell me exactly like hey, AJ, I need $500 and this is why, man, I'll hear you out. I might not got a dollar for you, but I'll hear you out. But if you ain't coming at me correct, man, or honest or candid or directly, man, I can't even hear you out. And that's why when you need something from people, you ask them and you let them know. And you let them know why. Let them know what you need and you let them know what you're trying to accomplish with it. And you'll get a lot of things done. Like I said, man, tap into your network and you'll get a lot done. Uh, My next point is... uh, even while you're working, you have to invest in yourself. Even when you you have a great job. I say even if you're, you're, you're top executive, CEO, whatever, man, I hope you're investing some of that paycheck into yourself, into your own business, into your interests, into your passion, into your hobby, into something that you love to do outside of that position because you never know when you'll have to fall back on it. You know, you'll never know. Like I said, people, like, usually... Avoid being entrepreneurs and prefer being a, uh, uh, an employee for the security. But I'm going to tell you one thing. There is no such thing as security. And if nothing taught you that better, uh, if, nothing, if nothing taught you that better than the pandemic, I, I don't understand. You know, because the pandemic uh, showed you that it didn't matter what you did. It didn't matter who you were. It didn't matter what you were good at. If that shit wasn't an essential job, you damn near lost your job. You know what I'm saying? It didn't matter. If that wasn't uh, uh, somebody that provides food or health services to somebody, you lost your job. Meaning, you I don't care how secure you thought you was, you lost your job. And you had to run it out of unemployment. And to be honest, that, that left a lot of people, though, though a lot of people did get paid more on unemployment than they would have working, what it did was made them lose sight of where their next paycheck was coming from outside of that uh, unemployment, you know when they and they had no idea when that was gonna stop. So it just left people so insecure. Everybody who thought they had all that security, man, it left them insecure. They didn't know what was gonna happen next. They didn't know when a uh, 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 EDD was gonna run out. They didn't know about uh, PPP and and when that was gonna run out or 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 if they was even gonna qualify. They didn't have anything that made them feel secure, you know what I'm saying, and, and some that, that really felt secure and was spending up all their money like like the shit was going to keep coming, they, they messed up too, you know what I'm saying, so it, you always have to invest in yourself, I don't care what, I, man, I used to work with the city, and I used to have employees that, that made more money than me, because I was working through a program, it was like a, an experienced hands-on program, and I, I was working with real city employees. And they had real city uh, salaries and benefits and all that, and and some of them were younger than me, you know. And I used to ask them, like, man, what do you do with your money? You know, cause uh, I I was there making like a little punk ass, maybe six hundred bucks a week or so, uh, maybe even less than that. You know, maybe six hundred every two weeks. It was like I said, part time, uh, temporary work. And, uh, and and like I said, with my little 600 bucks, I'd flip the shit out of it. you know, I was still a full-fledged entrepreneur when I was working this job, so there was nothing that I couldn't do with the $600 because I, I had other money coming in and then the 600 covered other projects, expenses, and, and it was like a bonus, you know. And I would look at what these other youngsters were making that were younger than me and like, damn, if, if I can do this with 600. Damn! Imagine what they can do with they with a couple grand every paycheck. They few grand every paycheck, and I would ask them, and some of them, excellent lives, man. They were living like they were fifty years old, man. There was I I literally met some twenty something year old cats that were living like they were fifty. They had a woman, they had a home, a house they were paying for, you know, full fledged family life, and I respected that. But the the ones that were single. And just going to cash their check, man, put some gas in their car and go party. I was like, damn, man, they just don't know how much they they could be getting ahead right now. You know what? So that just brings me to my point, man. Always be investing in you. I don't care how good your job is. I don't care how much you make. Um, Invest something into your passion, what you love to do, uh, what you're good at. Um, and, and build on that in some way by equipment, take lessons, educate yourself, um, whatever it is, man. Um, better yourself in a way that doesn't have anything to do with your job, you know. Better yourself in a way that you can offer some type of value outside of work and get paid for it. All right. Uh, my last point. I'm gonna shorten this up because I'm already on here. I don't like to do these uh, episodes when I'm by myself over 20 minutes. I really like to deliver game. Hit you with it and send you on your way, you know. But um, so I'm gonna shorten this up for this last one. Um, the key to change starts with self, you know. And and, and that's what he said, man. Anything you want to change, if you think uh, your job is miserable, life is horrible, things suck, man. What are you doing to 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 change that? If you hate Mondays, man, what are you doing on Saturday and Sunday uh, to make sure that Monday's better? To make sure that you go to a better job, a high-paying job or, or an activity you like or or make sure you don't even have to go to work on Monday if that's what you hate. You know what I'm saying? So what are you doing on, on the weekends that, that you could be improving upon to make your Monday better? You know, how are you using your time? Are you making the most of your time? Whatever it is, what are you doing? You got to ask yourself, man, what am I doing? To feed into the shit that I don't want and to keep me away from what I do want, man. And you got to be real honest with yourself when you answer that question because the answers to those questions are the keys to your success. When you tell yourself what you, what the, what you shouldn't be doing, you, you just told yourself what you shouldn't be doing. Man, I shouldn't be wasting time watching Netflix. I shouldn't be chasing these bars like that. I should settle down. I should, you know what I'm saying? When you start thinking along these lines of responsibility and and, and accountability, it's like that's where that's where it starts. It starts with self-discipline. It starts with the actions you take. You know? So anyway, man, that's uh, that's my show for today. Man, if you didn't watch his uh, or if you didn't catch his uh his uh live man, check him out. And I love y'all. Peace.
0: Did anything stand out to you in today's show? If so, let us know. Your questions, comments, and concerns are important to Jason as he is determined to always deliver to you only the most impactful information and content. Until next time, please subscribe, like, comment, share, and leave a review whenever possible you may visit lifeofaboss.net for more episodes and great resources to help you become the absolute boss that you were meant to be. You can also follow Jason on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hardway Hardin. Thank you. And to never forget that success is a Lifestyle. lifestyle.